0: All right, let's get rolling. All right, welcome to episode four hundred and six of the Pitchcast. <laughs> I'm here with Ryan Levinson. Ryan, welcome. Thanks, man. I uh, this is really awesome. Yeah, thanks for doing. It. We've been rescheduled at seven times due to school closing and
1: coronavirus and flu, <laughs> snow. It's currently snowing right now. It we is. should be we should be getting a call from the school and an abundance of caution. <laughs> I see three snowflakes hitting the ground. Four people slipped outside, (laughs) so the school buses are already on their way.
0: (laughs) You have seven minutes to get your child. Drop everything. Well, man, thanks for being here. I've wanted to have you on this for a long time because you are kind of... When I think of like connectors in a town, you're Knoxville's connector.
1: Oh, thank you, man.
0: When I think about you, that's one of the first things I think of. Thank you. So give me a little real brief, just kind of background. I know you're Knoxville native. What was your... Where'd you go to school? Where'd you grow up? That kind of thing.
1: All right. Well, first off, I have to say that um, I feel very honored to be here because everybody that you've had so far is a pretty amazing human. Thanks, man. um, Ben and little iffy i'm nowhere (laughs) but i won't be as funny or as charming or as witty as will but uh
0: that's will's brand man (laughs) he's funnier than you that's his brand
1: (laughs) he's definitely funnier (laughs) than me um but uh but anyway okay brief history uh grew up in knoxville um i went to tate's did you really i went to tate's um early grew up in farragut yeah uh went to tate's Then I went to Webb from fifth grade on, then uh, College of Charleston, where I learned to open a beer with practically anything. (laughs) I think that's what I got out of there. Um, That was my claim to fame. (laughs) Oh, and I I studied international business in Spanish, so, um, you know. I don't know if I would have gone that route again. Really, um, you know that we'll get into that. Yeah. I'm sure, but uh, it just seemed like the right thing. I wanted to speak Spanish, and there's very few things that you can like marry that with.
0: Sure. <clears throat> do you spell? Do you still speak at all?
1: Yeah, I do. Awesome. Um, we went to Costa Rica last year, and. I don't know if my wife knew that I was as fluent as I am. Nor did I, honestly. It Just like kind of yeah. all came back. Um, but anyway, uh, went to CFC, met my wife. Came well, lived out west for a couple years and was a ski bum. Yeah. Then uh, my dad called me in 2006, and he wasn't doing well, like health wise. Yeah. And he was like, you know, you need to come back and. Uh, Help me with the business. Yeah, so I did. Uh, right around two thousand six, two thousand seven, mm. and my first year in real estate was the recession. Oh my god! So uh, <laughs> he he like tricked me. He, he was, went like, from
0: ski bum to, to walking into bum. the
1: recession <laughs> <laughs> to, to ski bum to like recession fighter. Oh, um, adult life. He was like he was like man, uh, you know this is it's real estate, man. It's great right now. Like, you know, you need to get in this, like we can make a bunch of money. And, uh, I got in, I came back, got my real estate license, started grinding and you know, his whole thing was he did not want to help. He wanted to help me, but it's figuring he owned the business. He was not going to be accused of like giving me business. Right. So I just grinded and grinded. And my first year in real estate, I made $970 total. (laughs) Like, during the recession. During the recession, nine hundred which is good because most people lost their asses. That's amazing. Um, but it was nine hundred and seventy bucks, and I was like, Are you meaning to tell me that like I've left a steamboat where I was skiing <laughs> like a hundred days to come back and <laughs> hack at real estate? Um, so anyway, that's how I let that's that's how I ended up here doing that's real bad, estate. Man. And you
0: went you I know you studied abroad in was it Chile? Chile. That's, yeah. that's amazing. Was that a semester?
1: Semester abroad. Got to do some extracurriculars there. We went and like hiked the W Trail, Mm -hmm. like in Patagonia, and went to the Atacama Desert. It was pretty awesome, man. That's a hell of a background. Ski
0: bum, ski bum. College of Charleston. Yeah, met your future wife, who was amazing, by the way. We need to have her on here. She's okay. (laughs) Don't. don't, (laughs) I won't tell her you said that. (laughs) bro. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, You're okay, babe. (laughs) Love you. So. I'm gonna brag on you just for a quick second. We'll we'll skip past it if you want to. But speaking of going from grinding during the recession,
1: you just got named Realtor of the Year. Yeah,
0: congratulations,
1: thanks, man. man. That's amazing. Thank you. Um, I won't I won't humble brag much on that, but it was it, it is a peer. It's not like based on like how many houses you've sold. Although yeah. that would be awesome. Yeah. Um, but it's a peer voted award, so it more or less it's that the way that I like to explain it is that it's people in, like working with me. Yeah. So and It's the I've, Academy Awards. It's the Academy Awards. Yeah.
0: Actors saying this guy's amazing. This guy's good. Yeah. You
1: know, he's, he's fun to work with. I've pledged, you know, a lot of that has come because I, um, I spend a lot of time at our Knoxville area association realtors. I spend a lot of time there and I've been on like every committee and I've put up a lot of time, mm-hmm. you know, which is kind of, you, you have a question for me coming up, but, um, You know, I I believe in giving back to the people that give to you. Sure. And those guys are the backbone to our industry. So it's kinda like, why wouldn't you? Right. You know, and it's that whole like mentality of like if you're not involved and you don't vote, you can't bitch. Right. Exactly. Uh, And I like to bitch. Yeah. So who doesn't?
0: (laughs) Yeah. We'll we'll talk about that right now, man. That's that's one of the things that I admire about you when I watch your work ethic. I see you working the hardest on the people. Like the connection, getting to know people. I mean, shit, you sold us our first house. You sold us this house. That's how we met each other. Yeah. And I can attest immediately, it's not just, oh, he's a great realtor and he treated us really well. Like we got to know you guys really quickly. Yeah. Because you, it was clear that you prioritize people, not just for, so you can make a sale. You prioritize people because it's important to you. Yeah. Um, I see a lot of that in my industry too. Like a lot of people call it vibe checking, right? Like if you're going to work with somebody in music, the most important thing is, do you connect? Do you get along? Does that person feel comfortable in your space? Do they want to be vulnerable and sing in front of you? Are they going to feel nervous around you? That that's super important to us. So how do you, you know, the association is a good example of that. Like, how do you kind of live that that life balance and work balance as it relates to relationships and people and how much free time you're giving people and things like that
1: well i think you know you you give in a in an industry like like mine like in real estate and pretty much yours too yeah you know it's a service-based industry um where all i have is my time and my expertise so like as far as like you know getting to uh getting to know the people. And this is a really interesting thing that a guy early on taught me. And we were talking about, <clears throat> you know, working with people and how hard it is to like establish relationships. And he kind of stopped the whole conversation was like, man, just as much as you making sure or them, making sure that they want to work with you, you need to spend a little extra time and make sure that you want to work with them. Yeah. Because, and, you know, looking for a house, you know, nowadays it's a little different, but like I've had people that I've worked with for two and three years yeah. to find something. If you don't like that person and that phone rings and your heart starts palpitating and you're like, Oh my God, yeah. I wish this person would just leave me alone. Yeah. You know, you don't ever want I, you know, you want to, you want to like the people. And when you're young in the business, you know, I mean, the growing pains of it is like when I early in the business, you know, for the past, you know, seven, 10 years, yeah. um, you know, I'd work with anybody. Sure. If they'd fog a mirror, I'm work like... Work
0: is work, man. Yeah. yeah. I mean,
1: you wake up every morning unemployed, <laughs> you know? So you're like, <laughs> hell yeah, I'll work with them. And then you kind of get to know, you know, y- you know within a pretty short time whether yeah. or not you're going to click with somebody, you know? Yeah. And, and I do. I really like to get to know the people that I'm working with and not just for the sale because it goes way past that. My goal is not to sell you a house. My goal is to be your dude for yeah whatever it is right whether it's like hey i want to put a screen porch on my house yeah. you know or i want to go have a beer i want to yeah. it doesn't matter god um, how many
0: texts have i sent you like do you know a long guy do you yeah. know like i think of you immediately that's like, what... if, I, if i have a house issue if i have a question about like hey man i got a friend whose garage collapsed do you know somebody yeah ryan knows about six people yeah let me text him real quick And like, like it, it's something that like I know you have that network
1: and I also know that you
0: will take care of me. Yeah. And that's invaluable.
1: Well, and it's, you know, you can't, I think if anyone fails at my business or at, you know, real estate, it's, they are too short sighted, Mm -hmm. you know, they, they want to go in and, 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 you know, right now when the market's hot, yeah, you can go out and sell your brother and your cousin and whoever a house and probably make 15 grand pretty quick. Yeah. Um, but you can't be that short-sighted because you yeah. know if you want to make a career of this, you need to be the source of the source. Right? Um, you know, a lot of people are kind of in it right now because it's easy, and they'll be out in you know eighteen yeah. months. Like everybody else, which I'm more power to you. Get out. Yeah. <laughs> That's, fine. <laughs> That's fine. with me. <laughs> We're not mad at you. Thanks for playing. Yeah, it was really nice to have you. Um, you know, checks in the mail.
0: So how do you balance that with, I know for me, you know, I'm, I'm three years into full-time music, all I do, right? Mm-hmm. <clears throat> how do you balance the panic of a slow month with... The sit back and be the long view, everything's going to work out, not thinking short sighted. That is,
1: uh, I, I don't have an answer for you. <laughs> so I have this uh, board, I have like a marker board that has all my like deals. You know, I have like one side that's kind of like everything that I, is coming up, and then one thing that's kind of everything's closing. And when that board goes thin, I mean, I go through like full panic, you know, really my wife is like super stable. She's, she's actually like you, you know, like it's funny you're asking me that question because I'm pretty sure I've asked you like, what the hell do I do? (laughs) I don't think I'm going to eat this month. Um, but you and her are very similar because you guys are, you know, you're not, um, alarmists. You know, you guys are very stable. You Um, you
0: don't see me all the time, but Yeah. (laughs) I see you,
1: I see you, I see you, bro. Um, no, but I, you know, you just have to understand that, you know, in your business, my business, who, I mean, business comes and it goes yeah. and it, and it will never, I've never met anyone who is self-employed like you or me that enjoys like homeostasis. Yeah. Like they're, yeah. you're either starving or you're, you know, you're full. Yep. You're never like, yep. I'm okay. Yeah. There's never, and, but I think that's what drives us, Yeah, you know, like every person that has sat in that couch has had that quality. Yeah.
0: That's like, when you ask me like, are you sure you want me on the podcast? I'm not a musician. I'm not this, this, this. That's the thing. Yeah. That's the thing that I'm trying to, there's a certain drive and a certain, like, even when things are great, you can't sit still. No. There's always something next. No.
1: Yeah. I mean like I I I've, I've closed, you know, I've closed big deals before thinking that like I'm going to cash that bitch out and like yep. into pennies and do like the Scrooge McDuck, <laughs> you know? Like just cover myself in dollar bills You and, should like, at least once do that. <laughs> I should have. <laughs> <laughs> but then like the next day I wake up and I'm like, I don't feel any different. Like it, that was just another, you know, and and so I mean it 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 brings me to like what my why is, you know, which you know, I I don't, I honestly, like my why is to get up and make connections and, uh, feed my family and, you know, my why are my kids. Um, but like I've found through the past, you know, I guess I've been doing this 14 ish years. Um, it's not the money. Yeah. You know, I mean, it is because I'm fueled by, I I mean, my whole thing is I'm fueled by not running out of money, which Mm -hmm. is a crazy thing because like we're not ballers. We don't like buy yachts and stuff like that. I mean, if you're smart, you're not going to run out of money, but you know, it's, it's tough because like for that exact reason you close this big deal. And I was expecting this like huge endorphin drop in me, like be like, Oh yeah. And, uh, it didn't, I didn't feel any different. (laughs) Yeah. It's quick, you
0: know? And it's funny because the opposite exists with me. If I get like real close to a big deal and I just, I barely miss it, or the timing's wrong, or they're like, "I oh, will do it next year" or whatever. Oh baby, that I don't sleep for months. <laughs> like, what can I do to what can I do to tip this? Like, all right, yeah, they said next year, but like, what if I like bring him a cake and. <laughs> Like, I know they have a dog. What if I, like, take the dog for
1: a walk? Like, oh, I can't stop. I'll do anything, like, man. I can't stop, man.
0: But then the minute you get it, you're like, yeah, okay.
1: Oh, great. That's, that's yeah. fine. All cool. All right. Well, back to work. I <laughs> guess i got to grind through this project, you know?
0: All right. You mentioned kids. We are mirror images of each other. We have two kids, boy and girl. We have two awesome wives. How do you balance working as hard as you work with that drive making time for kids making time for being a husband like what's what's kind of a couple things that you keep in mind
1: i think uh this has been a point of contention and you know our probably you too um you know in our marriage because my wife didn't quite understand the the pull that work gets or the, the the pull that work takes from me yeah um so what I've tried to do is just be more intentional of taking time off. And yeah. when I'm off, you know, a good buddy of mine, Cole Edwards, um who's another realtor, he mentioned something a couple of weeks ago. We were sitting at football and he was like, "Man, he's like, when I'm with my kids, I put my cell phone down." Yeah. And I'm with my kids. And then when they go to sleep, I'll pick that thing back up and I'll work for another couple hours. And, you know, I'm not the perfect one to do that because I, it seems like, you know, there's always a fire to put out. Um, but just being more intentional and and understanding, like if you're there, be there. Yeah. If you're not, you know, be at work or be with your family. And I mean, I even go so far as to like, you know, a lot of it in my world is just setting expectations of like, listen, my phone turns off at seven. Yeah. I, I'm up at five thirty every morning. Okay? If you can't catch me from six o'clock in the morning <clears throat> till seven o'clock at night, you haven't tried. Right. And if it's after seven, there's not shit that I can do. No, I mean, no. who who wants a call for me to put out a fire at nine o'clock at night? Also, what are you doing that you're calling me at seven? Yeah, I'm drinking like, normally. Exactly. You know? yeah. and, I, and I never get a, a sober call. <laughs> At nine o'clock at night. <laughs> that's not, that's it's normally, not what that is. <laughs> it's normally like, buy, you know, somebody is like, I don't know. I feel like I shouldn't buy this house cancel or I shouldn't buy deal. this house. cancel everything. Yeah. And I'm like, <laughs> Go to sleep. Wake up in the morning, right. and you do You know, you do however many of those calls, and then you realize, like, don't just just don't pick up the damn phone. Right.
0: right. Let them think about Let it. Let
1: them think about it. Call them first early. Right. Call them early first right. thing in the morning. I mean, you know, right, right when I pop up. All at right, I canceled 30. it. <laughs> I, I, <laughs> like, I canceled it. No wait. wait. <laughs> no, we wanted it. I'm sorry. We were drunk. We were drunk. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, but all in all, I mean, to your question, you know, it, it is a balancing act. Uh, but just to be intentional with your time yeah. and like take time for yourself. and you know, no one ever wants to hear like, hey, I'm taking a day off to be with my kids right. So I always have an appointment. Yeah, 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 because they don't okay. they they like they're cool with you yeah. having an appointment. They're cool that you're busy, right. But, like, I'll be damned if you're going to ever tell anyone, like, I can't do it. I can't show you this house because I'm going to go watch my yep. kid play football. Yep. They don't want to hear that. You just yep. tell them you have an appointment. And that was something that my parents always told me is, like, never, no one ever wants to hear about you and your family. Right. Like, right. it's great. You do. Right. Because you care. But right. most people don't. Most people don't. Most people are, care about themselves and shit, you know, they're allowed to. Well,
0: oh, and you're, you're in a different situation than me in that when people are in contact with you, they're at kind of a high stress point in their life. Totally. Like I, I deal with sort of the opposite. I deal with people who want this to come and like escape, right. right? Like I have a lot of people that are clients of mine that work really hard. Music is a huge love of theirs. And when they come over here, they're coming over here because they want to chill out. They want a vibe. They want to escape. You know, like reality. you know Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So like, that's different. Like you're dealing with people when they're, they're viewing you a lot different than they view me. They're viewing you as somebody who's going to help them through this thing or they're angry at you or they're high stress about, you know, selling or buying. And uh, it's good advice. That leads me into my next question was what have you learned from your mom and dad? Like your mom and dad, we should mention like both realtors. Yeah. Both have seen tons of stuff. Yeah. Like what, what have you, what are things that when you think now you're, you either learn from them or you glad that they kind of passed on to you?
1: So, um, you know, both are amazing humans. My mom, what I have learned from my mom is that everything just work hard. Yeah. You know, my mom is the hardest working lady you've ever met. Like she, she never sits down. She is somebody who has always instilled in me. Like it doesn't matter. Just, just be working. Mm -hmm. You know, like she early in my career, we would go and we'd work. And then I'd like, you know, take off my realtor hat and go hook up to my like lawn trailer and go mow yards for the for the whole yeah. you know night and then go back and be a realtor all day. And sometimes I'd show and I'd show houses with my lawn trailer <laughs> behind me sometimes, you know, and people understood. I mean, yeah. it was the damn recession. Um, but my mom definitely has instilled just the like grind. Yeah. You yeah. know. Um, and it's funny because my dad is like the opposite, <laughs> not that he's definitely not lazy by any stretch of the imagination, but he is the one who's kind of just been like, you know, enjoy the, yeah. like, if you're slow, enjoy it, yeah. you know, and I, I can't even get into all the stuff that they've taught me. Yeah. Um, but you know, because of my dad, you know, I'm involved in the association and, mm-hmm. you know, he's very much sherpa me through, um, the brokerage side. Yeah. My mom has taught me everything that she's known or had, you know, knows about the, uh, the sales side. So they both have been in different. So my dad kind of manages the agents Mm -hmm. and which is also what I do now. And then my mom has always been in sales. So they're a good mate of the two. And then I ended up doing both, which is just, I'm learning is just too much to do. Yeah. Um, you know, you only have, 24 hours in a day. And once you throw kids in there, it's just too much. Um, so we're, we're working on trying to figure out the balance there. But, um, but what they've taught me, man, is just, is literally just, I mean, I I couldn't even scratch the surface and it's like the day to day stuff, you know, but my mom always used to say, and you'll appreciate this. My mom always used to say, you know, I love my job if it weren't for the people. (laughs) You know, I right can I mean? see her saying that. <laughs> yeah. And I love the people side of it, but yeah. like, it's the people that make it hard and Abs- it's the people that make it great. Absolutely. And it's, you know? Yeah. And, and I totally, and I used to laugh, you know, at like, yeah. ha, ha ha. Didn't really know what she was talking about. And then like, you know, about year 10 in this business, I'm like, Oh yeah, totally agree. You know,
0: which kind of circles back to your point about focusing on that, like focusing on those relationships, focus on who you want to work with. It's such, it's incredible advice. Like really think about, I used to say like, what do you want to be doing on Tuesday at 2 PM? That should dictate your life. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Because that's when you're either working a job you hate or you're doing what you're meant to be doing. Yeah. Right. Yeah. If it's Tuesday at 2 p.m. and you're sipping tea and comfortable, you did something right. Right. You know what I mean? Well, And I will stroke you
1: for a minute, too, because you I, I'm very jealous. Well, not jealous. Yeah. Jealous. Sure. Jealous. Get in but- line, honey. Of no. <laughs> <laughs> your good looks. Um, but you're doing something that you love to do. You know, yes, you don't love every day. Oh, God. But like this is your passion. Sure. And this is your passion project and like all this stuff that you do with the music and 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 recording and mastering and yeah. doing all the stuff that you do. Um, you know, I'm jealous of that because I I, I, I kind of fell into this business. Sure. Um, and I don't know if I would have necessarily I probably would have chosen it because I love I love the housing and building and doing sure. all that stuff. But I don't I, I, I'm mad because I never had the cho- necessarily the choice of like yeah you know you get out of school and it's like what what direction do you go yep. you know and yeah. and I it's kind of like life 2.0 you know I think at some point I'm gonna just like be like sure you know I, I, you know Chris Berger yeah um, Chris's dad yeah Jim mm-hmm. who is like a, an amazing human. Super duper smart. Jim would reinvent himself every 10 years. And like that to me gives me like a little bit of hives. Yes. Yeah. But also gives me a lot of curiosity. I, there's an REM record. First of all, thank you. There's an
0: REM album called life's rich Pageant, And I've always thought of, you have one chance at this, right? Follow your heart. Yeah. Legitimately. And, and what I mean by that is doing what I do is hard as hell. Yeah. Doing what you love is the hardest thing you can do because you feel it so much more. It's everything is, everything is personal. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. Every, every bad job I do, every, you know, client that's unhappy, every thing that I could do better. It's not just work for me. It's all personal. It's my identity. Yeah. It's, it's my passion. It's, it's. And that turns into like I, I have a friend Eddie Resendez who's an amazing camera guy, and we work together on like films, and we did that musical together. And every time I see him, he's always exhausted, and I'm always exhausted. And we always say, "Living your dreams hard as hell, man. <laughs> it's <exhausting. laughs> like it's it's super hard to live your dream."
1: But well, that's, a, that's a good point. Though.
0: It's it's that thing of like reinventing yourself, like. There's too many things to, there's, there's too much on the buffet to just eat steak. You know what I mean? Totally. That's how I feel about life. That's, and that's what I hope I'm instilling in my kids. Like, and you guys do that. You travel, you, you have a ton of hobbies. You have a ton of things that you all do as a family and you, you do as, you know, a person. I just think it's really important to, if you are working and you're not living your passion at work, you're still making money you're still doing things that you enjoy and then you have life also right, right. To, to fill in those gaps. Like,
1: well, that's the other side of it too is like, do I, you know, my, my profession funds my passions and I don't necessarily, I, to be honest, I don't know what I would do if I wasn't selling real estate. I mean, yeah. not like who, who knows, you yeah. know what I mean? But, uh, the other side of the coin is like do things and understand that your job is your job and still keep passions and, and the things that you love as something separate and just know that your job fuels your passion. You know, people are very lucky who get to do both. Sure. You know, you, for example, my wife, you know, my wife is, she was an industrial engineer and hated it. And that is like, she's engineered mind but she's still very creative yeah. and right now she's doing what she loves to do and like doing this, her design business. And, um, you know, I look at her and I'm like, damn you woman. Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, totally. Like, I, I'm so mad that you wake up every morning, like jazzed up yeah. to go and like l- help people build their living room out or yeah. whatever. But then again, like, you know, I look at my job and I'm like, you know, my job has afforded me the ability to go and like, go fishing for a week and yep. do all the stuff that i love to do so i don't know it's a hard one but uh you know i don't know i'd really just like to win powerball and, <laughs> you know, and just like buy stuff and sell stuff and
0: you would immediately be bored
1: i would i'd, I'd be mowing yards you would, again. <laughs> you'd like be back in realty in like three weeks you'd be like I yeah i don't know i don't know that was overrated <laughs> i'm just gonna keep keep mowing yards or something
0: man i got one more serious question to ask you and then we'll 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 get into something fun after that all right so similar to the music industry your business and your brand is also your name yeah and i want to talk about the pros of that and i want to talk about the cons of that both like for your own sanity and for how you approach you know being professional but also having a personality and being a human being how do you approach
1: your name being the business? Um, do you have any rules about it? Yeah. I, I mean, I think, and I teach this to the agents too. Um, and that is when anytime that you are, anytime that, that your name is associated with things, you need to be, be very Switzerland. Yeah. You know, I mean, everyone has an opinion about everything, you know, politics, religion, anything like that. Um, you know, I told people keep that totally separate. I mean, you know, I I would even go so far as to say that like, don't even talk about it because you're, there's no right answer. Right. You know what I mean? Because you're going to, you're going to, you're going to turn somebody off. Yeah. Um, you know, you can flip that coin over and say, well, do talk about it and you attract people like you and you, you know, appall people that unlike you. Sure. But, uh, I'm not in the business of running anybody off, you know what I mean? So you just have to be really careful that you don't say anything that's too polar, um, you know, or do anything that's too polar. I mean, people will talk to me all the time about religion and politics and, and honestly, like I just kind of smile and say, you know, I, I think there's, you know, I think there's, there's right in both sides, you know what I mean? Unless there's something that I like have tons of conviction about, sure. Um, but I'm not gonna put it on Facebook. Yeah. You know, I'm yeah. not gonna put it in writing. Yeah. Um, you know, but it but it is really hard to have your business be your name because there's no hiding it. Yeah. Um the other side is you gotta be kind of careful about your business being your name because at some point you and I will want to exit this thing. Sure. Um and if you are so tied up in your name and everyone knows Ryan Levinson Real Estate or right. Matt Honkin and, you know, design yeah. or whatever, um, it's really hard to sell. Yeah. Um, so, you know, it, it it's great because you brand yourself and you brand your name and you, you know. Got yeah, your, it's on your vest right now. It's on my vest right yeah. now. You know, like I, I it, there, there is something to that. Yeah. But you got to think long term and eventually like create something that is, that has an exit strategy. Because, yeah. you know, may, maybe, I, maybe I won't sell my business ever. Yeah. But I want the ability to. And, you know, John Smith is not going to buy Ryan Levinson real estate. Sure. sure. You know what I mean? And I just, you know, I I want to always keep that as something, you know, like going forward. Yeah. That, yes, you know, you very much. And and the other side of the whole, like your name being your business is that, like, Knoxville's small. Yes. Yes. (laughs) You know, so, like, and and the world is small. Like, you know, keep your nose clean. Yes. Um, You know, and, and it takes a really long time to build up a reputation, a good reputation and one stupid thing to ruin it. One bad relationship, one stupid comment.
0: It's something that my wife is really good about keeping me in check with because with music, I am producing other people's visibility, right? right? Like if someone's going to come in here and write a hyper political song, my name is attached to it. Right. Is that something I want people knowing about me? Is that something I want the, the optics on all of that then becomes I'm being represented by all of these artists, right? If I work on a project, if I work on a film, if I work on, you know, a podcast or something, I am then amplifying those views. Right. And that's something I didn't think about. I'm just like, I just, I do audio, man. It sounds great. I don't, I don't care if it's a heavy metal band that, you know, hates America, like whatever. I just, it sounds, these drums sound rad. Like, (laughs) no, think about, think about, like you said earlier, think about the clients you want to work with and the the stances that they have. Is it something that you want your brand attached to?
1: That's when you create like a DBA. It's like, you know, create, create another, uh, business name that isn't connected to Tuck you, it away. tucked away somewhere <laughs> yeah, totally like honky face records yeah all we do is Nor- norwegian death metal
0: <laughs> bring on the gua. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> all right man last not even question just topic uh i know one of your weaknesses is your scout uh, i want to hear a little bit about it man how'd
1: you get into it what do you do with it tell me a little bit about it hmm uh I was afraid I could talk for hours just about that. If you want to just erase everything prior to you this, got, you get 10 minutes. <laughs> <laughs> I'll do it. in good one. Uh, no, the scout, you know, that's a, uh, that, that is one of my passions, man. It was my first car, it's 72 international scout. Mm-hmm. It's my baby. Um, it was my baby before I had babies, you know, <laughs> but it was my first car. Um, we bought it when I was, like, 14. I drove it for three years in high school, and, like, it was broken down probably two of the three years, like, you know, just, like, weeks at a time. But I think I got a good, like, year's worth of driving out of it. But it's been – I rode with a lot of people. Yeah. Uh, when that thing was broken down yeah um and i'm not i I wasn't handy at the time i'm becoming more handy because you own one of those things and you have to understand how to fix some (laughs) things um but it's a cool truck man and it's one it it is my pet project i've been working on it for 25 years and uh i i I love it i you know it used to be i built it to go off-roading and and then every time I'd take it out, I, br- that's, I broke it. That's the first thing I learned about a scout was that if you
0: owned it and you took it off road, it was broken. It was broken.
1: <laughs> and normally it was broken so bad that you were getting towed out of the woods. <laughs> totally, so... Yeah. I've been towed out of the woods a bunch and all my buddies with Jeeps are like, oh, it's my Jeep. It's my, it's my scout recovery vehicle. <laughs> and, uh, you know, I'd laugh, but then they'd be towing me out of the woods. So it became like real. Yeah. Um, so I built it for that. And, uh, now it's a mall crawler, man. Yeah. I, yeah. I put the kids in it. And I got car seats in the back it's and the Christmas lights, Christmas lights, no, Christmas. It's the best. Take man. it, uh, yeah. take it and do the Rocky Hill Christmas parade. And, um, man, I love the thing. It's, it's been a great car. My, my hope one day is to give it to Bodie sure. and let him take it to prom. Totally. But it's probably going to be rusted out by then. I don't know. Uh, um, Rhino
0: liner is pretty strong. I don't know. <laughs> it
1: is. It's just like, it's just like rust sandwiched between rhino lining right now. um, <laughs> But that's the goal, man, and it, it's it's very important to me, and I've thrown around the idea a thousand times to sell it because, like, for what I have in it, I should have just bought, like, a Porsche Carrera <laughs> Twin Turbo, you yeah. know. Um, but it, it just kind of keeps me piddling, it keeps me just doing. And, yeah. And a lot of you know it's been around for so long that people in Knoxville kind of like know it oh, and I know can, me I in can it. Pick and, it out out of a crowd. Easy. Yeah, so it's, yeah. it's a branding tool now. Absolutely. Yeah. You know, always be selling. Yeah.
0: That uh, and that's one thing that you don't get when you work your passion. Yeah. You that's don't true. get that that's freedom true. of just I'm gonna go up there and just unwind, relax, and
1: do something I love. That's true. And that's why. You know, I I have to keep myself in check to realize, like, my profession fuels my hobbies. Totally. And, um, you know, and and when you have kids, your hobbies dwindle. You know, I used to be the man of a thousand hobbies. I mean, there was something, I was constantly doing something, you know. Mm -hmm. And you just kind of have to, like, pick out what's super important to you. And right now, I mean, hanging out with my kids is, like... I know that the days are numbered. Yeah, it's a
0: short window. It's a short window,
1: you know, like somebody mentioned something that like you need to spend time with your kids because you're living on their borrowed time, you know, like you're, you're borrowing time from them right now and soon, very soon they'll not want to hang out with you or do anything. Yeah. And I mean, Bodie still like wants to hold my hand and we walk into school. Yeah. You know that That, I know is numbered. That's
0: very, yeah, absolutely. (laughs) You know what
1: I mean? So, uh, so anyway, I, I've, I've absolutely, um, I've absolutely just been put in check over the past few years. Like kids, kids put you in check. Yeah. They make you realize, I think you even mentioned that. I think it was in Ben's podcast, where you're like, uh, you were talking about free time. Yeah. 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 And you were just like, well, it allows you to prioritize your time a lot better. It's the most helpful thing about it is
0: the death of your free time. Yeah. And and I, and I mean that in a, in a way that like you start immediately doing that checklist of like, all right, I have an hour. How am I going to spend that? It needs to be prioritized. Yeah. 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 And it, it, for me was really healthy because i'm a master of wasting time (laughs) you said that (laughs) i'm a master at it if i've got you know a free afternoon i don't do anything yeah i do it really well but yeah and you know when you have 45 minutes before you have to go work for eight hours or whatever or be a a dad for eight hours like you you do a lot in 45 minutes
1: oh yeah yeah i mean it it, it allows you to prioritize and figure out what's what's the top thing on your to-do list and what can be uh, you know, number nine. Yep. Um, so yeah, that's, that's definitely a, uh, that was definitely a point that you brought up in a previous podcast that I was like, that is, that needs to be rementioned. I'm <laughs> glad you did. Yeah. I forgot I said that. <laughs> Damn, I'm good. <laughs> well,
0: man, thank you so much. You're an awesome human being. I'm very glad to call you friend. I think you're, work ethic has always inspired me i'm very glad i got you to sit down and talk to me you have a a school
1: book fair you have to get to yeah i gotta go volunteer but uh but i must say man you're one of my favorite humans love you honky love you too man thanks for being here